Hey guys, 312 for you. We're here with episode 15, hosted by me, George Colavos, and my co-host. Hey guys, Evan Haley here, like George said. Episode 15, and um, well, George, we know we know what song we were playing this morning. Yeah, I woke up to listen to Chelsea Dagger. I'm pretty excited. I've been excited ever since the Blackhawks won last night. Hockey is Great back. Series. Great series. You're right, hockey is back. Hawks uh, win the series three games to one with a, a ceiling victory last night. Score is three to two, right, George? It was three to two. And Kubalik scoring the game winning goal. I don't know. That kid is so good. Yeah. You know, I if if they were still giving out awards for like the Calder, like rookie of the year right now, Kubalik would win, I feel like. No, yeah, oh, for sure. Just his performance in this series. Yeah. He's just, he, I think he's the difference maker. He's like, Taste, Kane, everybody else, the whole group is good, but him giving this extra young push, this rookie that's turning into an all-star, turning into a star, is just yeah. That's gonna set us apart. Yeah, him and and like the other guys, like they're stepping like up, the yeah. Line. Like like Matthew Highmore had two goals. Um he had one goal last night and one goal in game three. He stepped up when like you said the main guys weren't able to. Only Mata had a goal in game three. Um so you know when the Hawks stick to their system, you know, where, you know, j- just, just, just defend against Edmonton and hope for your chances and come through, um, you know, the team did, and it was kind of the ex- unexpected guys. Yeah. So for the series, is that your stock up, Highmore? Yeah, I, I would definitely go Highmore. I, th- I think he performed really well in the last two games. The fourth line did their job. You know, just survive. Don't, don't let Edmonton score. Um. Stock down. I'm gonna go Dylan Strom. Uh, he, he, I think it was yeah. He, he had a good first game. Three. Good first game, but that was his. That was his only point. Just one goal, no assists in the series. Was minus three. Um, had one hit, one block. I, I just think, you know, when his line was on the ice, it, a lot of times Edmonton was gaining their chances, and when they're in the offensive zone, he didn't really produce like we thought he would continue to continue to do after game one. Yeah. Um, my stock up this year is just the, the defense and the ability for them to score. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know, Connor Murphy scoring in game three, and I don't know, just... That. I think they gave that to Tate. They did, that, yeah. It was Murphy him. was responsible. That was yeah, him. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Just they stepped it up, especially since, you know, they aren't the strongest defensive team in the league, but then being able mm-hmm. to, you know... Play in the offensive side and move the puck around and get it and get it towards the net and score and make chances happen is really important. Key. Yeah. Your stock down. Oh, your stock down was Dylan Strome. My stock down yeah. was Nealander, who I can say most fans will agree with. He just doesn't look like. I don't know. He just doesn't look enthused or something. I don't know what's up with him. He's not. He's just not yeah, playing. Yeah, he looked kind of lost yeah. in the last few games. Um, and you know. Like Carlton juggled the line around, the line, lines around. Maybe he noticed that with Nealander as well, trying to give him, you know, a new look, new new partnership. But you know that didn't really seem to work. You know the Hawks, of course, they win, but you know they're gonna try to figure that out because he can be a key guy, um, you know, offensively for the Hawks. Yeah, he has a skill set and the confidence, but he needs to find that right now. I think. Yeah. So maybe he'll match with the third or fourth line and find something better. Yeah, let's hope so. Um, George, the final round robin games are today, and uh, you know, as we know, we will either play Vegas or Colorado. Colorado. 
in the next series. George, if you had to choose which team to face, who would it be? Uh, ooh, uh, Las Vegas, I think. I would go Vegas as well. I don't. I think Colorado is a really yeah. No, they're a lot better. And I don't think we want to go against another superstar in McKinnon. Uh, McKinnon. Not to say that Vegas doesn't have a good player as well, but just his firepower on himself and defenseman Kale McCarr, who likely might win the Calder Trophy. Yeah. I like how we've played against Vegas. I think we're able to score a lot against them, even though they do have Robin Leonard and Flower and Mark Andre Fleury. I, th- I think the Hawks have a better chance against them. I think so, too. I'm going to have to agree with you on that. And, oh, yeah. a question that I've been meaning to ask you. Who was who your favorite line for this series, one through four, offensively, for the Hawks? I mean, it, it has to be the first line, right? I mean, that's where we're getting all the action in, in Taves, Saad, and Kubelik. Yeah. I mean, you know you know they're going to get chances when those guys are on the ice. Um. You know, he juggled the lines around and put uh, Doc, Kane, and DeBrinket online. I like that as well. I think I think that, t- that, that line is able, um, you know, to take guys on one-on-one when you have the chance and and definitely score. And I think Doc, Doc will I, – I, I, I think he'll come alive even more in this next series, George. I hope so. And I also hope – don't get me wrong, Kane is a great player and he played good this series, but I'm hoping for more from him. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think, I think, I think the team is a lot better when Kaner gets on on the board, whether it be a goal or an assist. And I, th- I think he, he he obviously will just on skill level. But going back to Kirby Doc, I think he's had his chances as well. Like he he had several breakaways and chances to shoot, but he passed it up, and that might be a confidence thing. But I think I think we're seeing something in him and in the rest of the team because they're both on the same line, so that would benefit each other. That would, yeah. I'm gonna, yeah. The first line and just I feel like Sod stepped it up a lot too, scoring mm-hmm. in this series and just creating chances and being very aggressive on the offensive end, which I which I really appreciate from him. <laughs> Give you guys a rundown. So the Canadians knocked out Pittsburgh last night. George, did you see that? I did. Rip Sidney Crosby. Yeah, that was that was. That was a that was a I don't think a lot of people expected that. Maybe bigger upset than us. Maybe Montreal to win one game and not to win the series. Um Vancouver beat the Wild as well. Toronto came back from three down to win to tie their series. Uh the final playing game today, like we said, uh Philly will probably get the one seed. Um and yeah, and, and Boston plays as well. I think they'll probably finish in the fourth seed. All right. So this is this playoff is exciting. Now yeah. we're getting into the, the real playoffs. Mm-hmm. Something hopefully the MLB will be able to reach uh, this fall. Um, I think once they get Corona, COVID under control, things will get better. But now that we're on the MLB, I can talk about the Cubs and how we haven't lost a series yet, and how we were on the win streak until last night. But we are tied in three, tied for the best team in the league. Last night was ugly. Oh, I know. I didn't want to watch. Bad. Whatever. We, we, we were bound to have a bad game. We can't have so yeah. many good games in a row. <laughs> Bullpen, obviously, is still an issue. I'll always talk about that. But some I don't know if this is good news or bad news, but since our pitchers given last night was pretty bad, but Chatwood and Alec Mills have really stepped it up in the rotations, and I heard David Ross wants to keep him in it. And now that Jose Quintana is coming off an injury – he wants to implement him into the bullpen, and maybe that'll help 
and taking him out of the starting role where he wasn't the strongest at, and maybe him in the bullpen will help bolster a bullpen. Yeah, he also could be just putting him in there to know, like to get warm up innings, you know, go two, three at a time. I think I would, I would have Q in the rotation. I think that would benefit the Cubs to keep having him. I don't know. Mills is good. So is Chadwood. They're both playing really well. Chadwood was horrible. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but his other two outings were good. I don't know, dude. You can't have that against the Royals. The Royals, the Royals are terrible. Yeah. You guys, you're lucky you're getting this break in St. Louis. Because then on your schedule, the Cubs play. It was St. Louis and Milwaukee, but both teams are. Milwaukee, then Cleveland, and then and then the White Sox, dude. I this is this is this is where we're gonna find out if the Cubs are a real team or not. Hmm. We'll see. Know, that's just me, dude. Because I feel like I don't know. I think you guys have had some easy competition. You did. You did get the. Oh no, the spring training games. We beat yeah, Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. Well, we beat Kansas City. We beat Cincinnati, who everybody was hyping them up. I was hyping them up. We beat Cincinnati. I don't know. We're strong. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Can't hate. I'm not hating, bro. I'm just. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, I think. I think. Just the quality of teams is gonna get a little, little better from here. All right. Well, you guys have played like the same amount, the same caliber teams. You guys have played no the way. Royals. You guys have played the Brewers. Well, yeah, yeah. We, and you we, guys we, are under five hundred. No, no, we're game over, dude. We're about to be nine, nine and seven. Oh. Yeah. Did the Sox? The Sox that uh. They 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 came back. Yeah, the Sox. Um. Finished their series in Kansas City with a sweep and then split a series with Milwaukee. Um, you know, battling with the Tim Anderson injury, uh, Robert, as we know, stepped up and hit leadoff and the bats really got going. Um, we also had some other injuries. Rodon, who pitched a few nights ago in Milwaukee, he's going to be on the 10-day disabled list, as well as Aaron Bummer, who was injured last night. Um, and today, the Sox took to sweep Cleveland to become – uh, nine and seven, and next series will be in Detroit, which should be probably another easy sweep. Um, the I don't know if you noticed this, but something that's really bothered me that I, when I saw it was Yelich's inside the park home run when Eloy. I know he missed the first one, but just the lack of hustle and allowing that inside the parker like that shouldn't that shouldn't happen. Yeah, you know Eloy is not the best. I think I think in like it's funny how both. Chicago teams have problems in left field. <laughs> um, you know, when Schwarber was in left, you know, he wasn't the strongest. Eloy isn't the strongest as well. But if you're going to have your weakest outfielder somewhere, I'd, I'd probably want to, that to be in left field. Um, not saying that, like, you know, okay, we can deal with it. Like, it's obviously a problem. But I think, you know, I think Zox fans still have to remember that this guy is pretty young and the defense will come around. So I'm – I'm not too worried about it, but I think that um, I think it's a good warning sign to uh, you know ch- commit commit more on the defensive end. Yeah, and also when you have a guy like Luis Robert as well, if that ball was hit to maybe left center, we won't. Sox fans don't have to rely on Eloy to get that. Robert will come out of anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> and steal it. So the NBA just came out with their awards literally like 30 minutes ago. They dropped it. Um, yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah, so 
Let's go one by one. Yeah, number the first one, the most important one, MVP. We have Giannis, Antetokounmpo, LeBron James, and James Harden. I'm upset Luka Doncic isn't here instead of Harden. Yeah, I, I, I would like to see Luka. I'm not, I'm not a big Harden fan, but I think, I think in this situation Giannis would win. Yeah, it's, a, it's a two man. Even, race. even, even if Luka was in there, still, I, it's gonna be Giannis or LeBron. It should be, it should be Giannis who wins it. I mean, respect to LeBron. However old he is, thirty-five, putting up those numbers. But you could you could make an argument that LeBron should win MVP every year, and I would honestly I would I would agree with that sometimes too. Yeah, just for LeBron, like what he does for his team. Like if you look at the Lakers' numbers without him on the floor, like they're 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 way back in the league. Just for LeBron does for the team, but I think Giannis is still. But they have they have also another top. They have two top five players on their team. He shouldn't get it. That's why he shouldn't get it. You can't have Anthony Davis, who's, who, when he was in New Orleans, was an MVP candidate every single year. And in my opinion, a top two player right behind LeBron, sometimes better. And then add him to behind LeBron and then have LeBron win MVP. It's not going to happen. Did you see that picture of AD when he looked like Kareem when he put the gloves yeah, on? Yeah, that was cool. That was like, that was scary how, <laughs> how like much it looked alike. <laughs> okay, so we both agree with Giannis on, the first, on MVP? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Okay, rookie of the year: Kendrick Nunn, Ja Morant, Zion Williamson. Ja, Ja, yeah. I think it's whoever makes the playoffs out of those two. But didn't they say they were judging it on before? Oh, then it's for sure Ja. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what people you gotta remember. People gotta remember that too. I because I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah, probably. Um, and also, Zion has been on the minute restriction. Yeah, I feel bad. So, like he is so consistent. Do you, think, do you think? Do you think even with the minute restrictions that he would win if they counted these games? He can't have minute restrictions and then not play like half the season and win the award. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I agree, but I think without them, dude. Oh my gosh, he could be. Yeah, just a wrecking ball, and he is already. He is a wrecking ball. Yeah. So we both agree with Ja on that one? Yeah, yeah. Okay, coach of the year, you have the Milwaukee Bucks head coach, Mike Budenholzer, Toronto Raptors, Nick Nurse, and the Oklahoma City Thunders, Billy Donovan. I think this is between Nurse and Donovan. Um, I'm going to go Billy Donovan here. I think no one, no one had any high expectations for Oklahoma City coming this year. I mean, their, their playoff chances were, I think, at – I think at two percent, that's what ESPN gave them to start the season, or some some low number yeah. like that. I mean, no one no one believes in this team, and look where they are now. And you can make the same argument for Toronto, as well. No one expected them to be as strong. All of these coaches are great, and they all have their own stars and their own rights. With Chris Paul leading Oklahoma, Pascal, and the NBA champions, Toronto Raptors. But I think it's just the best team, best record in the league, Bucks. And did Budenholzer win it last year? I, I believe he did. Yeah. But just yesterday, I was watching them play the Heat. They were down 26 at halftime. They were, they, yeah, I saw that. Just whatever Mike Budenholzer does just really gets them going, gets them to play, and gets them to play defense and score. And I think that sets them apart from the rest of the league and him apart. Yeah, even in, you know, coming off last year to even – I think the Bucks look even stronger than they did last year. Would yeah, you agree, George? For sure. I mean, that's that's hard to do as well, being a coach. 
you know, you have your team all hyped up in one year and you and you got to keep going with that. So I think, yeah, I don't know. I feel like you can give it to – I feel like both these co- – I feel like I, all the coaches. I need to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have strong, but I'm, I'm going to go with Donovan. Yeah. Yeah, so. Most improved players between Brandon Ingram, Luka Doncic, and Bam Adebayo. Personally, they all have improved immersely, and I love all three of their games. Ingram, we knew he was good. He's just turned into a star and solidified that. Luca, we knew was a star. He is a star. Mm. So I think that just takes him out, just because like we knew what he was. But I, I yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I thought you were gonna pick Luca, but that that I, I agree with that point. I think we knew what he was. Yeah, after it should year. go to Bam out of Bio, who's really putting that work and is showing that he is a. I think he's a top three center in the league right now. It's so it's so fun to watch him play because he his ball handling ability is really strong and he and he kind of moves like a guard exactly. But and but with his size and and strength, it's 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 almost unfair. And he reminds me of a faster Shaq. I don't yeah, know why. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But with a jump shot, somewhat. I also I also like Ingram. I think he's he's developed well. He was an All Star this year. Um, I think a lot of people, you know, when he came to the league, thought maybe have some Kevin Durant in him, and I agree with that. I think he does. If if you face him up one on one, he his ball handling ability and his his speed and shooting are all things that defenders have to take in. And his wingspan. Yeah, I mean he's long too. The way him and Kevin Durant both elevate to shoot and score is is mirror. It's a mirror image. Yeah. No. It's it's. It's almost impossible to defend sometimes at that length. Yeah. If if his team was more successful, I think Brandon Ingram would get it. So I think that because Brandon Ingram's team isn't as successful as the Heat are, and the fact that we knew Luka was a star, and I just love Bam, it's going to go to Bam. Yeah. Did Bam – did he win the skills competition? He, he, he did. He did win it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. As a that's center. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's another point. You know, like this guy, he's – you know, it goes with his athleticism. Yeah. Sixth man, the final award, we have Lou Will, who's always in this conversation. He's sixth mm-hmm. man like Lou Rightfully Will, so. as Drake said. Yep. Dennis Schroeder and Montrez Harrell. Um, two Clipper guys. I don't know if you can have two sixth mans on a team. So, Yeah, <laughs> pick, that's pick one. <laughs> I'm going to go with Lou Will. I feel like that's the safest bet always. And – um. You know, after hearing that, the chicken wing story, I, I love him even more. So I'm going to go with Lil Will. <laughs> I'm going to go with Dennis Schroeder just because he's able to come off the bench. And I think he's been averaging like 17 a game off the bench. And him yeah. just like being able to keep up the pace coming in for Chris Paul and attacking and scoring and ho- holding the offense and just keeping Oklahoma good while Chris Paul, their stars off the court. Yeah. Yeah, he's just – would you say he's similar to Reggie Jackson? He's a lot better than what Reggie Jackson was in Oklahoma City. Yeah, but I think they – I mean, he's kind of taken on that similar exactly. role that Reggie Jackson has off the bench. Yeah. And, right, and he, Ray Jackson himself is having a good season. In L.A. Um, for the Clippers, yeah. yeah. All right. So, I think that wraps it up for us today. George, do you agree? Yeah, it's just a good time to be – Chicago sports fan. Hawks are good. Cubs are good. Sox are good, sadly. Um, <laughs> I, I've, I only, I, my only wish was to see the Bulls um, yeah. on TV. That would have been fun. I, is NBA, are they having that? Nah, probably not. Uh, I, don't, I don't think they, they would have had it by now. Yeah, we no. talked about. Yeah. 
Well, well, we got other NBA games. We got the playoffs coming up. I think very next soon. Week. Yeah, next week, first round. Uh, hockey's official playoffs start on Tuesday. Um, baseball keeps on rolling. So with that, we're gonna have more episodes, and we're also working on a special event that you'll hear for later on um, in the week. This, yeah. Yep, later on in the week. I think I think all listeners and this is gonna be a good chance to pick up new listeners as well, George. For sure. All right. So yep, let's let's close it out. George, you know what to do. Thank you guys. Three one two is for you. Lil EJ on the beat. Three one two for you. Y'all know who this is for. Let's get it. 312, 312, bringing you the news. In the city, around the clock, we the ones to choose. Chicago sports, man, we ain't never, never lose. Plus a week, all you need, switching up the themes. Got you with the young stars, with the big dreams. Busted by George, he gon' hit you with the facts. Everett right there, he gon' spit him right back. It's for all the fans, man, y'all ain't never lack. Lil EJ coming out with the hottest track, man. Thanks for listening. 312 for you, Chicago sports podcast. Shout out Dairy Star, Tempo Cafe. Woo!